0: <laughs> Welcome to this episode of the Fan Med
1: Podcast. I'm DJ Gove, Chris Davis, Sean Ogerty. The fuck is up, boys? <laughs> How you doing, man? Not bad. Long time no see. You made it back from your adventure.
0: I did. I survived New Orleans. You made it out
2: of the Big Easy. Yeah, yeah
0: there was a couple nights where I didn't think I was gonna make it out. So, because uh, I was there for St. Patrick's Day. So, if anyone doesn't know, so we, um, the three of us, unfortunately, not the exact same time, um, were invited down to go film scenes for the new uh, Kevin Smith movie, the Jane and Silent Bob reboot movie.
1: Well. Two of us were invited, and one of us was less invited, but is still going to be. You know, it all counts the, the same. It all counts. You
0: can't travel without your Sean. It's like not bringing it. Well, it's,
1: yeah, I'm, I, I'm Chris's designated
2: assistant. Chris and Davis bitch. Oh, plus yes. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Chris Davis, thank you. Oh, no. It's, it's begun. Uh,
0: he's read too many of the stories.
1: So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all I, Stephen's fault. I'm, exactly. <laughs> I'm so excited to ask you questions about it. We haven't talked about it since you got back, but... But Chris and I take off in a couple days to spend our own time down there. And so when we get back, we'll-, we'll Yeah, We we'll can exchange talk
2: stories and-
0: Yeah. fortunately there's not a lot we can about the movie we can say because you signed stuff. Yeah. Um, I can tell anyone who, if, if you've seen any of the Kevin Smith movies, when this movie comes out this fall, go see it because it's going to be just fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's going to be so funny.
2: If you want any spoilers, check out Kevin's Instagram or- Yeah, that's true. Which he's what, basically yeah. posting every cameo.
0: Yeah. He can talk about it. I'm not going to. I signed a piece of paper. <laughs> But it was um it was it was really cool it was a lot of fun um gonna do some, never been to New Orleans um so that was cool um you know, hit up a bunch of really good food places and drank a lot of really good booze. I was there for St Patty's Day yeah, so I got pretty freshnickened it was uh that's not a word yeah it isn't i I got Gotta pretty damn kids these days Sean I got cocked on St Patrick's Day it was great. I, I'm a sucker for... I'm a,
2: hip. I understood him. I'm
0: a sucker yeah. for a giant blinking cup full of alcohol. Yeah. So. No,
2: I was talking about the drinking on St. Patrick's Day. Like, Oh, water. yeah. Oh, it's the first
0: <laughs> time I've done it in like 10 years, so it doesn't happen very often, but... You
1: couldn't drink illegally 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm bad
2: at math. Legally? Yeah. Didn't you graduate MIT? Uh,
1: that was the Sean Hogarty. That was the Sean Hogarty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he sends uh, past. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um.
0: Uh, so yeah. So yeah. So we'll talk about that further down the line. We'll, we'll say as much as we can. which they I'm, I'm very curious to hear what hap, you know, you guys' experiences compared to what I hike. We were, we're kind of doing different things, but similar things. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it'll be yeah. fun. Let's um. See how it
0: goes. Yeah. So uh, we got a little bit of news roundup this week. There's been a lot of new uh, trailers. So number one, so the last time we uh, got together, the uh, full trailer for Aladdin came out. A Disney movie that we basically took a steaming shit on, at least I did.
1: <laughs> we um, we weren't impressed with the trailer. Ex- not right? impressed at all. Really, well, actually, blue Will Smith no, was You there. know what? Yeah, I I actually liked everything about it except what looked like shitty CGI, yeah. not good clips of performance of Will Smith yeah. as a genie.
0: When the full trailer came out, though, it really
1: changed the tune for me. Why did it feel so much better? Um, I think because because you didn't well,
0: color
2: him blue.
1: He was bigger too. He, w- I don't. I I didn't go back and I didn't research whether they actually changed the CGI or whether it was did. just. The I think they removed
2: the CGI. Do you think that's? It looked so bad, and he looked very natural in the second full trailer. It's got to yeah. be more likely that they improved it than well, removed it. They right? did
0: like so. They see the trailer when he comes out of the lamp. Yeah. They did like I said, kind of genie shaped him a little bit more. He's not supposed to be like this, like. Overly, Cut. yeah. Because he looked like you know wrestling reference for Chris. He almost looked like Chris Benoit or Dynamite Kid, like that over like mm. short arm kind of. Yeah. Um, they made a more genie shape, but I think the biggest thing was you. They start they they hit the music cues from the from the animated movie. You had the Street Rat song as he's jumping through the buildings and stuff, and like you know uh, park horn off everything. Yeah, and that, then you that's had true. It you, felt more. They showed familiar. the monkey, which was a big plus because he put a monkey in it. I'll watch it.
1: But the genie stuff also the original genie was robin williams captured in terms of motion and humor yes. this didn't replace that but you got to see more of will smith i mean he's funny and he and i it felt more like oh this is entertaining and funny and not something that's shitty compared to what we love yeah
0: and he was doing some more genie type stuff in the trailer yeah. whereas the first cut it looked like okay he's trying to be fresh blue fresh prince of bel-air <laughs>
2: Now see that I'd be in for that'd be cool yeah Fresh Prince of Blue Air just a remake putting people <laughs> in it mm. that'd be awesome
0: um, and then you know, they that's showed like why. a they showed a quick clip of the Prince Ali um, intro and you saw a poo as an elephant yeah. which was cool um, what really got me was is the whole on the carpet the do you trust me yeah and she takes his hand and they do the whole, and I was like yep, yeah. that's it take yeah my, I, take my money no
1: question
0: so I love that song like that the music in that movie is just so stellar so. I'm in on Aladdin. I'm going. Yeah. I was going anyway, but I was like going begrudgingly. Chris, I, you I, still look I,
1: skeptical.
2: I'll end up taking my kid, yeah. but it's the same argument I have when they announce the new Ghostbusters going into that. Why? When you have perfection in the first time, you can't yeah. but, do anything but new.
1: But it's yeah. different for me. I, I to- obviously agree with I mean, that. Yeah. But this, it's it's a format conversion, right? They're is. not. is. They're literally giving me the same story. In a different format. And I can appreciate that I still agree it's not necessary. No, it's completely but it's different the the new Ghostbusters thing. I still haven't seen it.
2: The thing for me is you're you're trying to remake a movie that has one of the seminal performances of your entire childhood. I mean it's gonna be so hard for I don't care who the hell you put in that spot to overcome that Robin Williams performance. Even if he even if he was he could be spectacular and it's still gonna be one A or one B.
0: I mean, honestly, even if Robin Williams was still alive and he was playing the live-action genie, it probably wouldn't be as good because that cartoon oh, yeah. version is just so perfect. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't need it to beat it. I just need not not be offended by it. You just I, need I, it so, not to so, suck. Yeah. So I think it's gonna suck. Two out less of three. Now. We're 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 in favor. I think it's gonna suck less now.
2: I will say the trailer had me more intrigued than the teaser. Yes. The teaser, I was fucked. with yes. It's it was awful. Well, I know there were a couple other. There was.
0: Um. So we got another Avengers trailer. I'm. I don't want to watch them. I peeked at it. I don't want to... I mean, luckily, though, they're not giving anything away. In fact, they've kind of come out and said, like, hey, everything in the trailer you see, it's probably bullshit. Yeah. Like, Good. it's all red herrings. It just means we're closer. That's
2: all it is. Yep. Brie, was, Brie makes Brie face, yeah. and Hemsworth is funny. That's really... Yeah. Right. I mean, I... I mean, I watch Helmsworth. He's, he's, he's my, my exactly. favorite part of the universe right I now. mean, that was the whole trailer. It's like yeah. boring, boring, boring to the last five seconds, seven <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. it's like... That's perfection, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: funny. There's um some, I fr- some, one of the Twitter accounts is doing like a, hey, remember, Endgame comes out like in 35 days or whatever and they keep showing the scene from uh, Infinity War when Thor reappears in Wakanda and just lays waste to everything. Mm-hmm. After you watch it like 50 times like in a gif or whatever, that might be one of the best action sequences ever put on film. He just fucking annihilates everything. It's spectacular. It really right is. behind
2: the warehouse scene in Batman v Superman. Oh, correct. I'll give you yeah. two.
0: That I just I love Thor as a character, and he's just he's awesome. This is so
2: weird. I'm playing the part of DJ tonight, just nagging on everything. <laughs> I know. Jesus. I mean, I've I've Get long the, and the audience has
1: probably long known that you two are, neg and neg neg, which
2: should be positive, but yeah. somehow isn't. No, no, no. It just gets worse.
0: So enough about um these shitty little indie movies like Aladdin and, and Endgame. Yeah.
2: Fuck, what's new? Fucking John Wick
0: trailer,
1: baby. Fuck. Right, so, yes. So while I have not watched that trailer because I haven't watched John Wick two. I've, I've queued up John wick, you know, on my flight down to new Orleans, I will be watching John
2: wick. Guess what? It's still the story of a man who lost his dog in his car. Hey man. We're just on know. part three. It's yeah. The, it's the same <laughs> two just, day stretch. Exactly. It's amazing. Nice. It's so good. They do actually make a joke Amen. in the new show about the puppy. They do. Don't it's, spoil two for me. Not, just, just, no, it's, yeah. you've seen one, you know, we, the dog
1: dies. We know we, you're, you're excited. Have you watched billions yet? So I've watched the first three episodes Uh, I maybe one and a half with my wife and she bailed on it primarily because her, right. I love it because it's fantastic, but it's also, I get all the finance, the, the intrigue, the legal Mm -hmm. stuff, and she just doesn't really care for any of that. Right. So it's a lot of blah, 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 blah with nice looking people and well
2: shot. Ties right back into Wick. okay. And that the protagonist in the new season is the big bad in Wick 3 so you'll get there but it's just perfect
1: not the same actor right same actor but not the same character
2: it's not pig vomit no no those right. are, you'll get to somebody else
1: okay but it's it's not actually like universe crossing over
2: no no, no okay
1: no, no. Cause that would be amazing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> God. Show me Chris's, Bobby Axelrod and Chris's John Wick. It would explode. Yeah. Uh, arcing yeah, so, uh, ropes. Uh, the screen would be covered.
0: Yeah. There will be a, uh, an Gross. all John Wick episode coming up within probably the next month yeah. or so. Once Sean gets caught up. Cause, uh,
2: can it be contained in one? Will we call it wicked
1: or Wicktastic or, uh, no,
0: I like what, what your wick
1: beef on wick for our, <laughs> Oh, that's a good one too. That's pretty, it's pretty yeah, good, too. Yeah.
0: We'll eat, uh, roast beef sandwiches and talk about John Wick. <laughs>
1: that, that sounds like a good plan, yeah Works um, for me.
0: And then uh, also there's a couple little uh, bits of entertainment news. So uh, today um, we're recording this on Friday, the 22nd, and um, they greeted me the Dark Tower show.
1: Yeah. I'm excited about this. Yeah. I still haven't seen the movie, you which didn't, I will at it didn't some point. Much it didn't it didn't
2: much. This isn't even me nagging on it. It was just bad. Yeah.
1: I will if, see it at some if point.
2: you're somebody that liked the story, the books yeah. and one McConaughey should have been nowhere near this. Elder Salba cast him as the fucking yeah. shark in Jaws. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. But this, I mean, Matthew McConaughey, it, it was painful. Yeah. I'll to watch see it at some man. point,
1: but, oh. but I saw the, the casting news. I don't, I guess I recognize the two folks they cast. I'm not sure exactly who's doing what I'm going to stay, stay away from it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to watch it. Yeah,
0: and then Obviously. also, um, another small tidbit, it was announced a couple weeks ago, but I think it's officially signed now, Chris Helmsworth is playing Hulk Hogan in the <laughs> yeah. Hulk Hogan documentary.
1: <laughs> really? Netflix is making it, yeah. It's not a documentary.
0: Well, uh, like a biopic. Bio- <laughs> yeah. <sorry. laughs>
1: I'm I'm I mean, mean I'm, it's I'm, not I'm, how these things I meant, work, I meant biopic. I meant
0: <laughs> yeah. biopic.
1: Biopic. Biopic. Whatever. It's a biopic.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a biopic.
2: We are going to use that forever.
1: It's like bionic, but with a P. Yeah. yeah. So the
0: Hulk Hogan biopic- I'm going to edit out everything before that, so I'm not no, fucking I, I, idiot. I, I, no, Oh, I'm, shit,
2: no. No,
1: no, That's no, 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 damn, no, 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 no. I know. One of, the, one of the rules of jazz, which, you know, you've been in New Orleans, the, you know, the birthplace of jazz, uh, if you hit a note that doesn't quite strike right, you don't run from it. Mm-hmm. You hit it again and again and again and again until, until it fits in the right. groove yeah. and it sounds right. Go. Yeah, so biopic it is. There you go.
0: And the, uh, the biggest news to come out... Since if the I were to we push you down, to
1: change it for my own pleasure, that would be biopic. Yeah. Okay, it's, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, James Gunn is back for Guardians Three.
1: Yeah. Oh, huge,
0: huge right? news. Huge news. Marvel went. Oh, maybe we shouldn't let DC have this guy.
1: We should
2: cut yeah. the shit. Of course. Okay. Now
1: I win because I get him on DC and I get him on Guardians Three. Yep.
2: Well, let's pause for a second here. Yeah. And just play into the conspiracy theory. Okay. They never spoke to anybody else.
1: So you DC think the entire n- thing? They sent him away to say, I'm "Look, we're saying- covering our butts." But it, we're it not going to go into production of, until you're back.
2: It whiffs of Michael Jordan going to play baseball.
1: Hmm.
2: You know, had nothing to do with the gambling or the fact that your dad died um, because of it. Just go away for a little while.
0: So it was like she's the, signing up for Suicide Squad was like his suspension from Marvel kind of?
2: They No, he was free. He was one of the handful that they. there's no exclusivity in his contract. He can go work for whoever. But- they never replaced him. They never interviewed anybody. That's true. This was another tentpole for them, mm-hmm. one of the higher grossing, especially most profitable. In a terms
1: tentpole of. that he created, exactly. Right, and they were, he didn't take on some big license that was a tentpole already. And they had he made a tentpole a from nothing. Two weeks ago, yeah. three weeks ago. I mean, ago? the characters weren't nothing, but yeah. True.
2: But. He made us care about characters that were yeah. C and D level characters. Well, his
1: fingerprints are all over
2: that. I mean, what the James, fuck is it, James Gunn you...
1: is the next generation of what uh, Robert Downey Jr. was birthed with the Marvel Universe, right? He is mm-hmm. the tent pole with his work. For the next phase. Yeah.
0: It's going to be interesting because, I mean, I'm, he, some people assume this has been, this was, like Chris said, in the cards all along. Yeah. Because there were people that the other thing too I was like, you know, you wonder. like I mean, you'll, you'll know if it was a sham or not come end game. Because if certain characters don't come back from the snap, because like Dave Batista was like, I'm not fucking doing number three without him. Like he came straight back. I'm not doing it. Find me. I'll pay the fucking out, whatever. I'm not doing it. Mm. So you will see how it goes.
1: So before we move on to uh, kind of a special first for us, um, any other current news we want to cover i think we're all caught up i think for right now all right well something something happened since we last i think it was since we last recorded it was well so fan men we're all about just enjoying the the weirdnesses of being fans of things and and this wonderful world we're allowed to be so unashamed about it um one uh we obviously we're uh we're fans of kevin smith his smodcast podcast and associated mm-hmm. things the most recent episode of Smodcast—I don't remember the number. Kevin Smith and uh, Scott Moser have been doing Smodcast for like twelve years. Did uh, it's been that long? Yeah, it's been a long ass time, and I think I've been listening for eleven of those twelve years. Maybe I don't—I don't remember the circumstances, but Kevin starts talking about uh, wanting to make a pop song about about his you know Wiener Dog Shecky. And he kind of starts singing, you don't like it." Or I actually, that's that's probably the Gris version of it. I don't remember exactly the Gris version <laughs> yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, short version is, uh, we're about to to call up Mr. Stephen Griss, uh, who made a fantastic,
2: absolute genius you know, genius
1: uh, song, and one hell of a poet, I might add. It was either our last episode or the one before that, where we actually—it was the last episode where we we, we played Stephen's poem. So uh, let me see if I can uh, get Stephen here. Uh, this is our first uh, live. Well, actually, we we tried to dial in uh, Chris successfully once here
2: right. <laughs> from a um, hotel bathroom.
1: Hey, and so welcome to the Fan Men Podcast. Our first international remote guest, Mr. Stephen Chris. Hello, hello. How you doing, man? How on, How's it going?
3: Oh, I'm doing well, thanks. How are you guys? Not, uh, not bad, not bad.
1: Well. DJ's recovering from his uh, his adventure down south, and uh, Chris and I are about to go. But uh, but, but you're
3: right on in the in between. I love exactly, it. Exactly, yeah.
1: exactly. Right in the middle of the adventure. Hopefully, uh, I I come back alive, and Chris comes back alive. Otherwise, this will be a very special episode of Fan Men. We have to come back healthy. With <laughs> wow, <DJ>. that's
4: a perfect <laughs> <horrible> choice. <sir.
1: laughs> well, uh, thanks thanks for making the time, uh, Stephen. You know, we talked a little bit before uh, before we uh, called you up about you know Smodcast and and uh, the fact that that you know your your brilliant little song, you don't like it was inspired by the most recent episode and kind of took off. And so I wanted to, you know, take a chance to bring you on, play the song, talk about the song, but then kind of get, you know, you as a as a representative of a of a fan that has done what most of us don't do which is get off your butt for just a few minutes and create yeah, something right something. Yeah. and so i want to talk about that a bit so before yeah, no that sounds awesome awesome so before we do that let me actually play the song in case any of our audience hasn't heard this wonderful thing which is a, a song about a wiener dog, really brilliant. <laughs>
3: you go it's, from the Brady butt smooching spectacular to kissing my butt now, like oh, how yeah, do we, oh my, yeah.
2: well, no, <laughs> sir, I don't know if I could blow you up anymore on Twitter. This, this is, is the, uh, the amazing Brady
1: butt smooching spectacular to uh, the Gris fingering Grisf- fest.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's dirty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me let's uh, let's see if we can uh, listen to the wonderful Shecky don't like it.
5: Shecky don't like it check don't like it check don't like it when shit don't go away check it gets in trouble almost every day since i got her at the mall while jen was away bark during smart cast what can i say she's biting on my shoes but she just wants to not playing that the man is home, but I got a plan that she don't know. Check—he needs to learn she made a bad decision, so I'm locking her away in chicken prison. And check it don't like it. check it don't like it. check it don't like it, shit don't go
1: away. That is, that's,
2: so I wish you Absolutely could see
1: us brilliant. even just bopping away here. So Sean's laughing at me, so singing Happy.
2: along here. Yeah. We know the words. Um, My 10 year old knows the words. Know. It may be bad parenting, but <laughs> Harley can sing the entire thing.
0: Uh,
3: that's, that's such an amazing feeling for me though. And like, since this thing, you know, whatever, I'm usually not that active on Twitter or anything else, yeah. but since this thing blew up, yeah. it's just been nonstop of people sending me love, like dude you, like i don't even know how to explain that i, I would have never expected that and it it feels amazing and i'm just like I, I don't feel like i deserve this but i'm glad that you like it like
0: <laughs> yeah and by blowing up if people don't know man what are we at seven st- st- like forty thousand viewers or something
3: like that or some crazy number i will give you the count so uh my initial instagram post is is doing by far the best at a whole 312 listens uh, <laughs> but uh after I posted it online, the first person to pick it up was Mosier, yeah. uh, and he oh, just picked it mm. up within minutes.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, he reposted it on his Instagram. That has about 9,100 hits. Yeah. And then my Twitter post is now at 37,900. Jeez, so it's geez, about, that's oh, amazing.
1: Christ. So, amazing. Yeah, it's a,
3: it's so about 47 cool. <laughs> and change right now.
1: Well, I think which it's
3: mind
0: blowing. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah,
1: it's awesome. Well
0: deserved, though, I mean.
1: Yeah. No, no question. Thank you. I mean, yeah, I can, I can understand why, you know, what you mean about, you know, not kind of being taken aback by it and not feeling like you deserve it or whatever. I think that's a natural thing, but it really shows, I mean, a, you obviously do. I mean, you created something that brings even folks who didn't like, I listened to that Smodcast and within a couple of days you had done exactly like I had almost what you've done in my head. Right. Cause it, you, you really took what Kevin sang And did a perfect accompaniment to it. Perfectly floated. Insanely catchy tune for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought about, I'm like, oh, I, you know, I can do some recording stuff. I can't play guitar. I can't do shit. But you know, I, I could have thrown something together. I can't do anything. And I didn't do anything. And you not only got off your butt and did it, but you executed it beautifully. Your freaking harmonies. I mean, it's just, you, you whipped off a perfect piece of pop perfection.
0: Oh jeez! I mean, yeah. Thank
1: you,
3: guys. I mean, it's like I, it's um good. Wow.
0: No, I mean, like I should be pissy about it because I have like no musical inclination at all. I can't do any of that shit. And I was like, Fuck he has no whatsoever. I don't. I have
2: zero. His follow-up video is the only thing I can play on my guitar. <laughs> I can do the intro to Sweet Child of Mine. That's about it. Yeah,
0: it's a, it's a, yeah, yeah. I just, it's just, yeah, it, it was so good. So, you know, Sean was talking about you know the stuff that we, the creativeness that comes out from yeah. being fans of stuff i yeah. um, obviously you know now we do have the, the song, but you've done some smodcast like artwork and stickers. Yeah, and I stuff know like I that. have and,
1: I know I have on my kind of tell 'em Steve Dave shelf. I have a couple of, I believe they're like copper penny stickers yeah. of That's uh correct. Kevin and, and, and Mosier that you gave me when we were down for Vulgarthon. And have you have you done any other kind of inspired fan type things?
2: He did an update to uh,
1: those. Oh, did you? I did. Yeah, yeah just as uh as part of the whole
3: reboot excitement, uh, mm-hmm. I thought it might be fun to update that. So uh, I, I used. I didn't see those. Nice. One of the first, I'll, I'll make sure I send you uh, a copy of the image. But one of the first images that came from the set was uh, Kev and Jay hanging mm-hmm. out uh, in what looked like a forest. Yeah. But uh, Kev was doing that traditional silent Bob look. Yeah. But it was on a great side angle. Oh, nice. I said, hey. This might work on the coin if we adjust it to in Bob we trust oh, because nice. heaven forbid you come up with an original idea.
1: Hey man. But <laughs> Homage is uh is you know, is the right flattery. It's good. It's not an original
0: movie, why have an original piece of art? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's
1: nothing original. Yeah, in you this rebooted movie. your coin. Uh,
0: yeah. I wish I could draw, yeah, exactly. man.
3: Exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't draw. I can't draw. I'm just good at manipulating stuff on the computer.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, I can't uh, I can't draw a straight line with a fucking roar. It's annoying.
1: <laughs> well, I I think it's cool. I mean, So I remember, you know, I, I met you the night before vulgar thon as part of the, the four color demon, uh, group dinner, which was fantastic. And, you know, we've talked a bit about that in one of our early episodes, but other than knowing you're from Canada and now knowing that, uh, you can whip off, you know, quality musical recordings and, and sing pretty well and harmonize with yourself pretty well and make stickers, you know, (laughs) what's the, you know, what's, what's the high level, you know. Who is Steven Griss? Why the hell are you doing this? You know, and and you know, what led you to to coming down to Vulgarthon and be part of the the Smod universe this way?
3: Yeah, for sure. So I mean Steven Griss is a uh simple Canadian boy <laughs> looking for the attention of
1: the Hollywood stars.
0: Uh, he gets he, he, he has one thirty thousand post like on the internet now so he's in third person already.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's, oh, it, are we does. talking to the Steven Griss? <laughs> you are talking to the Steven Chris. Show him some respect. Yeah, that's right. Damn straight. I get hey, no respect yeah. around here. Yeah, Come on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh.
3: Yeah, no, um, I mean, so, my journey, I think on being a, a Kevin Smith fan, and if you want to call it that, that's yeah. a stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that kind of started when I was in high school, uh, a friend of mine at the time. Uh, I went over to his house one night, we were just hanging out and he, uh, he said, Oh, have you ever seen this movie? I said, no. And he threw on mall rats. Um, and I mean, it was just the perfect age for me to catch that movie. I would have been in, you know, grade 10 or grade 11, um, just hits you right where it needs to be with the age gap, the thing with girlfriends, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I, I just sat there thinking, boy, like this is feels really honest. Yeah. And, and I feel like we lose that not only in movies but a lot of times just with people right so when you hit something like that it feels like a jackpot you're like oh wow i wonder if this guy's made other movies and then you look and you're like oh this is great (laughs) there's a whole collection of stuff so that kind of started me down the path and i mean from there i i found smodcast uh from smodcast i found tell him steve dave which is how we met right um but yeah so i just became a fan over the years uh I had a chance to meet Kevin. Uh, he came by to a con in Toronto just for one of those quick photo shoot things. He was so friendly, so energetic, so excited that, um, you know, I saw the Volgarthon thing go up and I said, geez, like what a great experience that would be. Yeah. So you go down,
1: <laughs> bless you. That's, yeah. That's DJ <laughs> this, two rooms yeah, away. So yeah, D- DJ occasionally dies. Um, we usually edit it out He's... of the, the, the podcast 40 is looking really iffy for this kid, yeah. I, I don't know, TJ 37 is looking, iffy. He's, he's calling it uh con Nooch. Concred, Nooch. <laughs> a newt, um, but uh, but uh, yeah, what your two room away cough interrupted, uh, um, oh, we would know, you, well, no, you so, so, soliloquy, yeah, no, yes. st- so uh, you were talking about uh, meeting Kevin at a con and how friendly and approachable he was, yeah, and, that yeah, and Olga, I mean, though. yeah,
3: exactly, it's one of those like. 10 second photo ops, but the dude was all hugs and smiles and everything. Yeah. And, and I see the vulgar thing come up and I go, Oh geez, like what a great opportunity to not only hang out with Kevin on his birthday, but meet some other people who enjoy this stuff as much as I do. Right. I mean, if I'm going to take my, you know, I'll take my ass from, just outside of Toronto and come all the way down to Jersey. Right. I got to meet other people who have a similar level of enthusiasm. Right?
1: Or, like, or stupidity and idiocy. But yeah. It's, yeah exactly. Oh, it's one obviously. way or another,
3: right? <laughs> tomato, tomato.
1: The interesting thing for me is it seems like the last 10 to 15 years, really kind of 20-ish for me, but the internet and the growth of social media and connectedness has helped people, you know, kind of thrive and find their their tribe wherever they may be in the most narrow of niche interests. Right. But even amongst that and the ability for people to share and create things, I feel like Kevin's big thing in the last eight years or so since he started touring and things like that Mm -hmm. has been really promoting, you know, make things do things. And just your experience here with this song shows, I mean, I know you put a lot of work into it, but still it couldn't have been more than a few days of you deciding, you know what, I'm not going to go sit on my couch and watch something. I'm going to actually record some guitar and sing. Yeah.
3: I mean, it's, uh, the turnaround was fairly quick. And it it was definitely inspired by that can do attitude, but it was also kind of inspired by something that happened at Vulgarthon or rather post Vulgarthon. So, Sean, Sean, you mentioned the stickers. Yeah. And and that's kind of a driving factor in all of this because, you know, I had found uh, a Facebook group of. Fans of Tell Steve Dave, the Four Colors for Life group that you're yep. a part of, Sean. Yep. Um. And I saw that some of those folks were coming down for Vulgarthon as well. Uh. And I spoke to a couple other people specifically, uh, Kenny Rubanus, who we had the pleasure of yes. meeting. I hope I pronounce his name right. Great. Yep. Kid. Um. Great guy. Amazing artist. Yeah. Um. And he's saying how he's bringing down trading cards that he designed as a way to help yeah. meet people. Are awesome.
1: Yeah. They're on they're on my shelf right next set, to your yeah. stickers. Yeah. They're adorable.
3: I got mine too, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking, wow, that's a really good idea because I'm going to go down there and know absolutely no one. Like I didn't even think about how am I going to meet people and not look like a weirdo. So, um, I
1: started <laughs> not look to look like a lone, a lone weirdo, right?
3: <laughs> well, instead I'll just approach people and ask them if they want something that I'm pulling out of oh, my pocket.
1: That doesn't look creepy yeah. at all. No, not at all. You want free candy? But actually you're right. I hadn't thought about it in terms of that, you know uh Kenny's cards, your stickers, it is kind of an immediate icebreaker, icebreaker. because you're not just, hen- you know, it's not walking down the Vegas strip and having somebody slap you with a little, you know, business card. Exactly. <laughs> it's, you know, you knew that it's you were handing version. those to people who may not know that, you know, n- may not know you or know that you created those things up until that moment, but they know that you're giving them something that relates to the whole reason you guys right. are in that room Why together. There? Yeah.
3: And it's almost like a little badge of honor that, like, oh yeah, I belong here. Like, I'm also yeah. a big fan. Look, I spent all the time
1: doing this. Yeah, like, good point. Yeah, <laughs> I so, think a thing. You can trust me. Oh, well, I guess I guess I had. I mean, a lot of us were wearing jerseys or T-shirts. I was carrying an iguana. Yeah, yeah so like a normal person. Oh, Eugene. Eugene was yeah.
3: Everyone was the iguana. Yep. and that's your icebreaker because as yeah. soon as you see the iguana, you have to ask.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, you I know, was there for the birth of Eugene. Honestly, I don't whip up my iguana for
2: everyone. But uh, <laughs> oh my God, he's an iguana whore! You should have seen him carrying <laughs> like, things uh, around.
3: Such a select group right now. <laughs> yes, yes, uh-huh. yes uh,
2: awesome.
3: But yeah, so you know, use that as the icebreaker. And while I was there, I also, you know, it's Kevin's birthday, so I wrote a quick little birthday card and I stuck a couple of them in there because I thought oh. you know whatever right you share share the love yeah so fast forward a couple months and I'm lying in bed it's midnight I'm watching TV trying to fall asleep and my phone buzzes because Kevin posted something on Twitter right and I'm like oh well you know it's some whatever he's normally posting yeah I open it up and he's saying you know, people hand me stuff with my face on it all the time, but mm-hmm. I have something really cool sitting in front of me yeah. and I got to know who made it. That's right. Yep. And I, I'm I looking forgot I and I'm it. Yeah. and I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> I made that. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I immediately I send my buddy a text, one of my friends who's also a Kevin fan. And I'm like, oh, dude, Kevin Smith is looking for me right now. <laughs> and he, he sends me a text back. He goes, are you OK? Are you? nuts are you fucked <laughs> yeah. up or something like what's going on are, have you been drinking did you hit your? no <laughs> yeah um so you know half asleep i i get up i find my copies of the stickers i send yeah. him a quick message back and i'm like hey here they are that's me um and lo and behold he messages me back and goes these are amazing i want to put them on shirts and pins
1: <laughs> sweet
3: and i'm so cool like i i it's, it's one o'clock in the morning at this point. I'm not sure if I'm actually awake or if I'm dreaming, I don't know what's happening. Um, but I wake up in the morning, it's still there. So (laughs) like something like that, beyond the words of inspiration, beyond listening to podcasts and someone saying, Hey, you know, go out and make stuff and do stuff and whatever. It's like, well, it's easy for you to say that's your whole career. Yeah. Right. Right. But when someone like that recognizes the time and effort that someone puts in, and puts it back out there into the world, and wants to to partner with you, wants to like that makes you feel good about creating something, and that makes yeah. you feel justified in the time
0: and effort that you put in. That's
1: a good point.
0: Chris and I have actually talked for like you know when you get a a reply or a, you know not even so much a like from Kevin. Sometimes I'm sure he just opens the phone and goes Bing 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 Bing. But yeah. You get like the reply or something from him. Um, or you get you know a quote, a tweet or something like that from it. It's it's like kind of like a like a warm hug. It is because it's him. Well, that that's like, why it's almost like. like the approval from the
1: yeah, from like the you know yeah. the parents, the bossman. Yeah, exactly. boss yeah. Well, the the cool thing there, and I had actually I'd forgotten about that that tweet that you're talking about yeah. that was really cool. Um, but the cool thing is, you didn't, you know, you kept it rolling. You know, another opportunity came up. You got inspired and you went with it. And this time. Yep, it's awesome. You obviously got Kevin and and Scott's love, yeah, it's and, far and wide. which is fantastic because think about it from their perspective. Once again, they're shooting the shit, yep. you know, in Kevin's office. Kevin's smoking up you know, like crazy and singing this dope ass, dopey ass song, and and you know, a couple days later, you've literally pulled it from. I believe that's what it sounded like in Kevin's head, right? I mean, because that's definitely what it sounded like in mine, that mm-hmm. spiritually you caught it and you threw it back out there. And now instead of just getting the recognition from the two guys who it was targeted at, I mean, you've you've definitely just psyched so many people, right? It's
3: it, it, It's been a <laughs> while. Like I got people asking me for copies for ringtones. People say yeah. they want to use it mm-hmm. while they go to the gym. And I'm yeah. like, are you for real? Like I recorded this in my bedroom. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs)
1: Yeah, But that's, that's the technological age that we live in, right? It's not just the ability to get stuff out there, right? You, you know, uh, me with my iPad, you with your computer, whatever we can throw together. If you have a little musical talent or technical talent, you can Mm -hmm. do these things. Can we a movie on your phone? Yeah. I've spent so much time in the last 30 years Acquiring tools and toys. Oh, if I have, you know, if I've got this digital vocoder, I can do some really cool shit. You know, I if I can, and and you own a vocoder. I do. I have I oh, have I'm coming it, over. It, Keep well, it your I, pants boys. Keep it your pants. I think I may sell it. I, I just checked on eBay and they're selling for like 500 bucks and as we've discussed previously, I'm so kind Sean, of on a cash on. one. Yeah, so <laughs> so it may uh, it may be leaving my possession, but uh, but that's up for debate. If you're if you know, if there's any chance you're going to come down and we play with vocoders. We'll see. So so one of the things I wanted to mention and I kind of tweeted about it and even before this blew up, now it's kind of ridiculous is I do, you know, I've been doing sound and media production for 30, 30 ish years. Um, and have always loved it pretty much done it for myself or bands and stuff, but I would love to, to try to figure out how to way to, you know, I really, I'm pretty good at writing stupid songs and poetry. I want to try to figure out how to get inspired by you to do, do some of this. What's likely to happen is what usually happens, which is I have all kinds of great ideas and I don't do shit. Um, but it's usually
3: what happens with me
1: too, <laughs> Yeah, but I, but I'm so, you know, this, this is yet another example of, I mean, it, it starts with, you know, talent and heart and tools and opportunity, but you took those and you made something that just, re- I mean, I, I, I love it so much that I got to try to figure out how to, to, to roll that joy into something. So we'll see. We'll we'll see. But I, I, would love to like work a little EP with tell him Steve, Dave and smod songs or something.
3: That would be so be
1: fun. Amazing. Yeah.
3: If only there was a it, way Steven could come down here. So yeah. Up, yeah. I cool mean, like Canada
1: is so far away. It is. It's just a,
3: so a hike. to <laughs> hike. Hopefully we can make something happen.
1: Yeah. I, I bet, I bet we can. Uh, we'll, we'll figure something out and, and I mean, it, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to belabor it. I hope that I can make good on the inspiration you've given me. Um, but hell, I mean, the fact that we're, I mean, DJ and Chris and I are sitting around the table because of shared overlapping fandom at three different points. Yeah. Pretty much. The, the fact that, you know, when, when you got the tweet for the coins and I've already forgotten about it, just like I forget about good things from all my friends, you know, (laughs) and, and then this, this Shacky stuff, you know, it, there's, there's, familiarity and awesomeness that has come from this, these fandom experiences and the ability to just, just do it that has come from us just getting a little bit of inspiration. And that's amazing.
3: Absolutely. And I mean, like to hear that you listening to this makes you want to go make something is like, I couldn't ask for anything more in, in creating something like what else could you possibly want? Is, is that something you made make someone else want to make something like
1: what yeah I, it's 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 yeah. got to be amazing
3: it's kind of a crazy thing cuz oh sorry No, no go god no no i was just going to say cuz all that means is if you end up making something, then we get something else that's awesome. And then somebody else makes something else that's awesome. And well, we get something else reaction. that has a
1: chance to be awesome. Not everything. <laughs> it continues I mean, you spiral, don't sell right? yourself short. You 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 hit a solid triple at the very least, right? I, I'll be lucky to bunt it into the, the middle of the field, I'll, but that's still good.
2: <laughs> I'll take it beyond that because this is something that we all have a soft spot for because we listen to the podcast, yeah. we heard yeah. this. Yeah. Harley has no connection to this. Yeah. And she walks around the house singing. Yeah. It's a 10-year-old who has never listened to this podcast because but, she but, can't put any of that in her ears. No, yeah. but she knows it's Kevin's but dog. She yeah. knows. I played it for Heather once. Yeah. I gave no context. I'm like, you got to check this thing. Heather's my wife. You got to check this thing out. And the kid comes down for breakfast the next morning singing the damn thing. Yeah. So when you can connect... And it's just insanely catchy. It
0: is yeah. like so, like literally, if like if this was like you know nineteen eighty eight to nineteen ninety three, and they were making a sitcom about a wiener dog, that would be <laughs> the fucking. <laughs> I, it'd be the. Thi- it's it's got that like that I early like, ninety. Alf remake here, yeah. exactly. See, yeah, it's exa- yeah. that would be the song for it. <laughs> Oh man, that would be
3: amazing. Somebody else was saying, oh, when's Netflix making the animated series? Cause this yeah, is the yeah. theme, right? And I'm like,
2: let's go. So did let's you, did you, you go hear get Mr. Stark? Yeah, did you
1: hear this. from, uh, from, uh, I forget Mr. Stark toon's name. Uh, you know, Steve, cause, right? cause yeah, the was the it was it Steve Stark. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you hear anything from him?
3: I haven't. And I'm really yeah. hoping that he's not mad.
1: I, I imagine he's, he's not mad. I mean, the fact is he established that iconography of, of her, yeah it's just and it was it was the cool. perfect image for it too oh yeah though, because mm-hmm. the song
3: is yeah. is goofy and fun and it's got that goofy little grin with a half though you know yeah. yeah. looking one way one yeah. way yeah. looking the like other the like derpy, like derpy
2: kind of sansal helper look it was like, yeah. uh, <laughs>
0: exactly
3: i i couldn't uh i couldn't not use that i made sure i credited him but yeah. uh yeah that was yeah. that was super important to me yeah. but yeah this it, it really just was the result of the damn thing being catchy and getting yeah. stuck in my head. Like the catchiness credit has to go to Kev because yeah. damn, if I wasn't sitting at my desk all day, humming along,
1: check, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: you don't yeah. like, it. I, I've woken like, up
1: several times in the past week or so with the song looping in my head. Yeah,
0: It's also like the power of like the Kev, like retweet too.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Thing up. Cause like on a smaller scale to what he's going with, cause obviously, you know, I, because I can't do anything musically, but <laughs> when I got the retweet about going down to reboot, I yeah. woke up the next morning, I rolled over, to check my phone, and it blew up. And my fucking phone blew up. I had about a hundred something freaking direct messages. Just people asking me, "Hey, how do I? How do I how make do I this? Do it? Yeah. How do I make this out of foam? How do I yeah. make this belt?" And I was like, I basically spent the next two days just giving costume fabrication
1: tips you know, to people. We... <laughs> it's funny. It's
3: amazing. It's amazing that you're responding too, though. Like that's half yeah. the thing. Like I've been trying to keep up, and I've it's missed hard. a couple. I know. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad, but like, good on you. And I mean, I mean. Credit to you guys, too. You're sitting there, you know, talking about the love that I'm getting in the retweets. You literally just got back from being on set <laughs> and you are just about to leave, Chris. So, yeah. Like,
1: yep. you know, we, we haven't yet. asked him to context. leave for a long time. <laughs> 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 I think and leave I, his stuff there, right? Yeah. It, oh, yes. We want his house. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's the only thing. They keep me around just so they have a place to record. We use him we're constantly. Here much. We're here for the yeah. pinball machine. We're here for the pinball machine, yeah. Pretty much. We haven't talked about that in the past yet. Yeah.
1: No, we'll get there. Um, you were going to say something, Chris, I think.
2: No, I was actually going to tag up on DJ's. Account. So oh, yeah. when Kevin invited me down to set, I didn't see Kevin's post. Oh, it was I was out pe- and about, and my phone was blowing up, and it was actually a response from Steven. <laughs> yeah, something to the effect of somebody checking Chris. I'm like, what the hell are these people talking about? And then Jamie Walton stuff. <laughs> right. And like, yeah. I have no idea what any of you are speaking of here.
0: Yeah, I know. I was at work when I when when you know because I just basically I had uh was trying to get hold of the casting people, and I guess they just got inundated. Yeah. They got destroyed. And I yeah. think the the guy they said that maybe because my photos were so high res that they went to spam or something like that, or got, like didn't make it through <laughs> the filter because I t- I took like you know I took like 4K photos and stuff to be sure the yeah. details were in there. <laughs> so I, I don't know, but anyway, so they weren't getting back
2: Only to Only DJ. Only on. DJ. Only yeah. DJ. I
0: made such an effort to do yeah. it right. Exactly, and, exactly. And I screwed myself in yeah. the process. Exactly. But, um, so I had, I just put on Twitter, you know, it wasn't like pitter, I like, ah, oh, I'm tapping. I'm not, no, I guess it's over. Yeah.
1: I, th- I think maybe when, when we see a fan that kind of maxes it out, maybe goes right up to the line, maybe a little bit over it and reaches out, we're going to call that grissing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i i think dj grist that costume i mean you know we'll I, we'll, we'll we'll have to talk about I it make, when we talk about the experience but my read I'm not like, is I'm your not costume of, yeah, blew I mean, i'm away. not
0: one of these like instagram fucking like cosplay people yeah i do it just for the fun of it my costume was pretty good i'm not gonna lie it was awesome and it, it, it's pretty
3: damn
4: awesome
0: it, and it doesn't hurt that i from certain angles kind of already kind of look like them yeah yeah um that's true to the point where i just for the second time when i was down there harley didn't have her glass on and she's like dad why are you down at this hallway oh you're not my dad <laughs> like yeah no i'm not your dad no she's i'm like, not yeah. your dad <laughs> but um i was at work and i was talking to uh one of the other you know girls from the facebook group scroll she's like you're not going out like, nah. Oh, yeah. her I was like, costume nah. looked pretty cool yeah yeah I, I she's one of the ones that helped mm. get her belt all squared yeah. away um but i was like nah i'm tapping not going she's like oh it's too bad I, you know she's like i have um she has an inch She you knows someone who used to work with jordan and them so she she hit him up that way again but so i'm at work all of a sudden like i feel my phone going bzz, 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 bzz. and i'm like i'm i was sitting there working I'm like i'm gonna kill my kid like whatever she wants <laughs> we wait, wait till i get home from work and all of a sudden like it got to pull right i couldn't feel the vibration anymore
2: because you, you know it goes on yeah.
0: yeah and all of a sudden like my back pocket got really warm like oh my god my phone's gonna explode I took it out and on my my old Twitter badge thing had like a seventeen hundred next to it. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? <laughs> and I got a um, I opened up. It was on the DM thing first, and it was that girl Jen. She's like, oh my god. I'm like, what, what you? I'm like, oh my god, what? She's like, check your Twitter thing. And I went over. I was like, oh, oh hot damn, oh, wow, <laughs> yeah. So I texted my wife. I was like, hey, I guess I'm going to New Orleans. She goes, I thought we talked about this. She went <laughs> I was like, nah, but the the big no, guy said I, I could go. go. Yeah. She goes, what do you mean? So I showed her I got home. She's like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> So.
3: I get such a laugh every time I message DJ and every time we're talking, no matter what we're talking about, he always says he ended up buying something or he's <laughs> going somewhere or something. And my response is always, the wife is going to kill you, man. Like, gonna like, kill. You're going to die. It's <laughs> just yeah.
4: die.
2: that yeah. divorce we, is happening sometime funny. soon.
1: <laughs> we will be uh, we will be, uh, you know, having the fan wives back. For, a, for an upcoming episode. I've gotten multiple yes. requests yeah. to bring them back. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to, we'll have we, to. We like to think that it's, you know, Jen and Heather p- and their popularity, no. but I think it's April's absolute skewering of DJ that, uh, that everybody really-
2: everybody bile <laughs> everywhere. I, don't, I, it's, I uh,
4: it's
2: amazing. I, and DJ gets so defensive. You need to witness this in person. Still. Yeah.
3: I'd love to. So, but so, the thing <laughs> for me is it's super important all of them are key. It's the group because you've got Chris, your wife, and Sean, your wife, who are annoyed, but, you know, whatever. And then you've got April, <laughs> and then it's like, and so go, the, the juxtaposition that comes from that is what creates a yeah. perfect mix.
2: Like- so go back and listen to that episode and picture DJ's daughter, Athena, maybe 15 feet away from the table,
1: surreptitiously videotaping
2: and laughing her ass off yeah. the entire time. Yeah. I need that
3: video.
1: Oh,
2: so good. We'll, we'll
1: no, you don't. It you. It, no, it was filmed vertically. You don't need it. That's true. It you doesn't know. matter. It's, it, it needs is. To go. I'm
3: willing to tolerate the, vertical.
1: it is gold. It is gold. <laughs> All right. I, I think we can, uh, cross blow each other, uh, continuously for hours, we but could, I want to, I want to wrap this up. Uh, and you know, this is, this is our first kind of guest, other than otherwise so our first yeah, real yeah. guest and so I thought it'd be cool to to invite you to partake in uh, the first more than three person fan men top three yes so I
0: am honored excellent so' we're, we didn't really have like a straight topic this week you know we did like a news catch up and do we, with we Steven on and we want to talk about him and just like general just like you know what fandom can lead to him and stuff like that so we decided to go kind of kind of generic so since a couple of us at this table are going to be actually, possibly, in a few months, going to a movie and actually being able to see the back of our heads, probably, <laughs> on on the big screen.
1: Who's that? The
3: back
0: of your head is ridiculous.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> like, look, here's my well ear. Well
2: plates, sir. Yeah.
0: My ear is on the, t- on, the t- on the screen. So we figured, you know, with that possibly happening in a few months, we go back and go over top three experiences watching movies. So whether it's you went to a big event at a theater you know, uh, wait a way for an opening weekend or something, just had a you know, real good experience. Yeah. You know, first time you cut a hole in the bucket of popcorn and stuck <laughs> your junk in it for your date to grab a hold up. No, anything, no, like, that's not like
1: acceptable.
0: That. <laughs> no, you never pulled that one.
1: <laughs> so that, that said, um, we usually, you know, we usually, if anybody has any honorable mentions, we kind of go around with honorable yep. mentions first. So Steven, as the guest, you have the honor. Do you have any honorable mentions?
3: I do actually. I, I have two quick honorable mentions. Uh, so the first one is probably, um, and, and I date myself once I get into this, but um, uh, I remember going to see Spy Kids 3D. Um, <laughs> and I remember that being the first movie that I was allowed to go see on my own. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, cool. So, you know, I just went with two friends. Uh, my mom dropped us off at the theater. I'm sure she was circling around the block and probably just waiting in case, God forbid, you know, I don't know, the popcorn attacked me. But, um, you know, and it was just this great experience because you're there with your buddies, alone in the theater. You get to say whatever you want you make whatever jokes you want and just watching, you know, what was at the time an amazing movie for me. I I haven't watched it since, so I can't say if it holds up. But that was a special one. Yes. Um, the, the other one, I – uh I love those things when they simulcast stuff at the theater. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. they put a concert on the big screen or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I will never forget, um, I went to see The Who, and they were doing a – Yeah. It was uh, a (laughs) simulcast. Who's on first? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, So uh, it was one of the new DVDs that they were putting out, and I guess they decided to simulcast it. So a buddy uh, of mine and I decided to go – uh, they put it in the biggest theater in the theater, which is like 300 plus seats. And we walked in and there was no one there. <laughs>
2: Something like was... when Sean and I went to see Tusk. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or when we went to see uh, the, the simulcast of uh, Jay and Silent Bob get old from yes. somewhere, right? Yeah. 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 But Just that's kind of cool theater. though, isn't it?
3: Oh, it was amazing, especially because i I had previously worked there, so I knew the theater well, like I knew everything. and I'm there. I'm like, I don't think anybody else is coming. So we were like running up and down the aisles or you know sliding and, and dancing along with the music and doing all of Pete Townsend's guitar stuff. that's awesome you know, air guitar in it because it was our theater. so that Excellent. was a special one too.
1: Excellent. awesome, good, good call. Um so I do have a couple honorable mentions um. One, I have to mention seeing clerks randomly on VHS in, I think it would have been late 93, early 94, um, in college, you know, somebody in the fraternity house, I don't know whether he got a bootleg or whether, I don't know that it was available at our little rental store on the corner in Boston, but, but I remember watching it and, and just being grabbed kind of like you were talking about mall rats. It, it. Felt like a movie that was about me and my friends and the way we talked, rather than everything else. And then, uh, also around that, somewhere in that time frame, before and after, I went to see Star Trek Six, which is the, or is it no, yeah, Star Trek Six, the undiscovered country, the one with the pink blood floating around. Yeah, it's all you, but. Yeah. But going with uh, a trend. going with a bunch of MIT nerds and seeing you know a bunch of people like in full Klingon costume—that's not something I'd ever seen before, right? not no. It wasn't no. not us. No, they're probably like BU guys. Um,
2: <laughs> you were scared of the cosplayers, huh?
1: They they were a little intimidating, yeah. Mm. But but that was pretty cool. So those are my honorable mentions. Some college experiences.
2: Okay. Um. I actually have a few honorable mentions. I'll go through them quickly. I think one, I'm going to encompass a few, (laughs) few things. Uh, some of which you were at Sean, (laughs) um, I'm going to lump a whole bunch of Kevin stuff together into one. Sure. Um, for various reasons, uh, chasing Amy because it was the first movie I saw with my wife in the theater. Um, and then any of the live events. So the yoga Hoser's premiere, the red state tour, um, the cartoon movie. Yep. Which is where, where we met. I inherited Sean. Um <laughs> yeah. kind of picked him up there. So it's just those communal events watching the Amy thing special for another reason. Yeah. The other ones, it's because we had the entire fandom there watching. Everybody was clamoring for what was next. Yeah. From a him. primed audience is very different
1: than a random
2: audience. It really is. And some of these, it's they were paired with either meet and greets or Q and A's or things right. like that. That's yeah. we had the backstage experience yep. on that one. So I'll kind of throw those together. And then as,
1: the back door experience. Well,
2: that came a little later. theater. Hey, there's a reason he likes me so much. Um, <laughs> so, um, next honorable mention for me would be something recent. And Stephen, it's funny that you tagged up on those events in the theater. Um, I recently took my daughter to see mask of the phantasm. When it was re-released in the theater. So this is, again, going back to college, that would have been 91, 92-ish, where that cartoon came out. And that was, you kind of planned your schedule around when the next episode of that cartoon came out, because we didn't have any Batman at that time. So to be able to take her to see that on the big screen, see her reaction, and I mean, she's had a love for all that. So to be able to kind of share that with her was really special. And then uh, the last one was The Phantom Menace. Mm Mm-hmm. That was the one that I can actually remember going to the midnight show, and you're waiting in the theater to get in bought tickets in advance, and you're waiting to get seats, and
1: and the opening, that was an event. The opening blast of music, and the crawl, and as stuff, soon as you hit that, and the crawl wipes after, after, oh, and the, oh, the exposures, it 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 looked and felt like a Star Wars movie, right? It had it had some weirdness.
2: The you disappointment know. didn't yeah. set in until about, you know, 10 minutes in. Yeah. But, but the anticipation, but the experience, the experience yeah. building up to that movie I mean, it been been so many so years. so long, yeah. So those are my three honorable mentions. Nice.
0: Cool. So for my honorable mentions, uh, it's mostly comedy stuff. So I, I even like to watch the big comedies in the theater. Um, so some of the better ones I've seen in the theater is when Jackass 3D came out. That was... <laughs> <laughs> that...
2: such a gap. I'm, I'm not even uh, sure we're the same species.
0: That was such a blast <laughs> to watch it's... in the theater.
2: Stephen, he makes me question all of my life's choices at least once a recording. That was
0: that was was just a fun, fun night. Also, (laughs) at least it wasn't his number one. Yeah, it's an honorable mention. Anything's getting anything goes. But Uh, same thing, because you were in the you know like audience and stuff like that. People knew what they were getting into. Another one that was (laughs) another one that was great because it wasn't a like audience. Is so obviously I have the maturity of a nine year old. Yeah. I love dick jokes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I went and saw- Brian Game? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that's, 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 that's on different favors list. Uh. Um, when I went and saw Borat-
4: Oh, yeah. Okay. In the theater- yeah.
0: Okay. and the amount of people that for some reason did not know what they were getting into and got up and walked out, all the old ladies who go to the movies every weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was fucking hilarious. I,
1: that. I mean, that's awesome. That, and then, uh, that yeah. was awesome.
0: Yeah. And then um, like, you know, uh, Chris brought up Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, they had a, a special event at one of the theaters around here where they showed um, Holy Grail. Oh,
1: no. Nice. Monty mm-hmm. Python.
0: And my daughter actually wanted to go to it cause she loves that movie, so we saw that. <laughs> and, and then probably the... Uh, the f- funniest thing i think i ever saw in the hero's when the first hangover came out
1: oh yeah. yeah
0: i damn near especially like at the end where the show all the photos yeah and exactly exact kind of, like he's getting blown in a fountain i was at bellagio <laughs> or whatever yeah i um i almost like laughed myself unconscious like i doubled over the rail i was laughing so hard that
1: that was a that was a really fun movie. oh my god yeah. it was just
0: because you like, oh, that might be kind of funny and you didn't realize it was gonna be that good yeah and that was just so that, that was that was a good one too. So nice. Those are my, my mentions all the funny movies. Excellent. <laughs> nice, <boy.
1: laughs> nice. All right, so uh top top 3 proper. Um all right. Hit it. Hit what?
0: I was saying I'm pointing to the fucking iPad like you we'll can point, see like he's Steven's pointing to him. at the chair. Fuck it.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm like, "Hey, it's you iPad. Yeah, yeah.
0: You're, you're up." Sean yeah, was he's totally
1: literally pointing you. at the iPad. Well, well, you're not here. And so I'm I'm I'm, I'm so used to screen, so, yeah. I'm so used to DJ bringing up the the rear in the head spot. So yeah, shut up, Chris. All right. So Stephen, <laughs> start us off with a number three. I apologize for my, uh, my interruption.
3: No, no problem at all. So we jump in the time machine. We head back to 2001. Uh, I, this is number three for me, uh, would have been the opening night release of the first Harry Potter movie.
1: Oh, nice. Okay.
3: Yeah. So had you um, read
1: the books up to that point? Oh
3: yeah. I mean, I read the first book when I was in second grade My teacher didn't believe me. She quizzed me on the book. I got a hundred percent and she went and talked to my mom and was like, are you for real? Like the kid, yeah, he read it. He's into the next one. Like,
1: yeah, that 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 was was a special part of my childhood. My kids, you know, I think my 11 year old has, I think she said she's on her seventh read through all the books now, maybe more. It's, it's ridiculous. But so that, that must've been a really cool experience because that had to be one of the larger, more, you know, more imaginative books. Well, I don't know. You probably, you were probably reading a lot, but, but to see at a relatively young age, such a rich realization of the, of a pretty broad world must've been neat.
3: That was, that's a huge piece of it because I, I still hold that the first probably the first three movies were the best ones that they made. And then after four at four, when they books got too long to fit in one movie and yeah. started to go downhill. Yeah. But, um, part of it for me was just the whole experience. I think that was one of the first times where I was out in line for, you know, a late night release. Yeah. I was there, you know, my mom brought me there. I was in costume. Um, <laughs> nice. we were first in line, you know, we were in line for whatever it was, two hours or something. um, And I had the costume and I had used it a couple times. I mean, I've got a plaque here of when I was in the paper because there's a picture of me at a Harry Potter (laughs) event. Uh, I won contests at libraries and bookstores, but I had some kid come up to me. uh, Well, I mean another kid, I guess. And all these kids are saying, Oh, it's a real Harry Potter. He's here. And this, this one kid is coming over and he's like, that's not the real Harry Potter. And (laughs) me, I'm like, yeah, ask me anything. <laughs> I know <laughs> so it all. Kid so starts, the kid starts quizzing me. I'm hitting all the answers. He starts flipping out. It is a real area. <laughs> 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 right? nice. so, and then on top of that, actually seeing the movie, which, you know, was the first time I had seen a book that I really loved get translated right. so well onto screen. I mean, it, the whole thing was that's, just amazing.
2: That's exactly what I was thinking. This is something that you started in second grade. So this is the culmination of your fandom growing up, seeing this come to life on screen. Exactly. That has, there's very few things. I don't know. If, I don't know if there's anything. Most of ours was Sean and I come from uh, some kind of a game, but a lot of Stephen Earlier King? century, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I read it in second grade. Sean and I are looking at each other like it's fucking like <laughs> 30, I think it was thirty five. It? I mean, seriously. <laughs> um, but no, I'm trying to think of anything that I would have read at that young an age, though.
1: Yeah, I I, I read. So I I read the Lord of the Rings around that time frame. Or I read The I, Hobbit, I read, and but I wasn't. And I tried to start The Lord do. of the Rings. I actually read The Lord of the Rings and The Silmarillion, or I started to, which was way too much for a third grader at that point. But then it I saw the Ralph. True. Yeah, yeah, I I was a big reader. But then I saw the Ralph Bakshi animated things, and I'm like, these okay. suck. I don't really like them.
2: I mean, I think the closest. Something that I had read that I was just clamoring for was probably Interview with the Vampire. Yeah, I, that was disappointing I loved the, for me. It was very disappointing. The books, that, I loved those books. I forgot about it. That was a similar one where you show up and people were in costume and the whole thing. I mean, people just loved that series. Yeah, the movie just like, yeah, didn't really do it for me. Like most of the Stephen King movies.
1: But that, That's that's a, a great one, Stephen. That was awesome. Um, So now I was about ready to go to Chris because I I'm just... I'm going to have to get we you have, used to this. Yeah. have this. screwed Sean yeah, all up my, uh, I'm, I'm a creature of habit, <laughs> to, put it, to put it lightly. It. Yeah. yeah, I don't really like, I fear change. So Sean, change.
2: what is your number three?
1: <laughs> my, my number three um, is actually a, a, a very recent experience. I think it maybe was two weeks ago. Um, I got a chance to, uh, there's a, a new documentary that just came out, Apollo 11, um, that uh, if... If you have a chance to see it, I highly recommend it. Um, if you have a chance to see it in its original form, it's full 90, 90 plus minutes in IMAX. I highly recommend it. I happen to be down in uh, DC, uh, for the weekend visiting my father who has a long history in, in aviation and, and space related, uh, work and and had a free night, and I realized the documentary just came out, and he lives right near the, the Air and Space Museum extension near Dulles Airport, the Udvar-Hazy Center, which has an IMAX. And so I took my you know 70-some-year-old father, who loves this stuff, to sit and watch an IMAX presentation of film that almost nobody has seen, this rest- restoration of you know footage restored and presented in 70 millimeters. There's no new footage here. It's all real stuff. And it just kind of takes you through the experience of the lead up to, and the launch and, and, uh, the moon mission, everything coming back. It was amazing. It really, you know, it was, a uh, one of those human achievement type things and realizing and seeing in high detail, the technology they used, right? the long panning shots past mission control, as I see, you know, hundreds of people sitting at these desks with computer screens built into them. And, and then there are people who have the telemetry sheets that are miles and miles of dot matrix feed things that are built into the desk and they're feeding through, you know, and, and these people through human beings, you know, through space, you know, hit a, you know, hit a bullseye. I mean, it's just, it was highly recommended and seeing it with my dad at, you know, at a place surrounded by space and aviation hardware and stuff was just really, really cool. That's my number three.
3: That's awesome. All right.
2: Um, my number three, I'm going to, uh, not quite the Harry Potter type experience, but I'm tapping into something. It's going to be the force awakens. Interesting. Okay. And the reason being is. I grew up very much a Star Wars kid, yeah I mean that sure. was my it was, game. It was the those thing. were the first ones that those are the first movies dad took me to in the theater yeah so that was kind of our thing growing up so even after the prequels I mean you always everybody nobody wanted the first three you wanted the last three right you always wanted them to just continue the story yeah. right and that was when they I mean all it took was seeing the old characters again. Just giving me a hint. Mm -hmm. Harrison Ford's on set. You're going to see Chewie. That was enough. Yeah. Like seven-year-old me lost his mind. It's kind of an echo of your Phantom Menace too, because now
1: it's been a gap. It's been a while. and It is. And you got Harley. It's very much the same
2: thing. And that was the other thing. So this was, glad you brought that up. This was my chance to kind of bring the next generation into that. So dad gave me four, five, six, you know, Mm -hmm. He brought me to a new hope and kicked off this whole fandom, and it was just so pitch perfect that you have a female heroine in the next one, yeah, as I'm bringing my daughter, yeah into the fandom, you know, so it was kind of yeah, it was a nice symmetry there, nice, so my three phantom uh force awakens, sorry <laughs> the, threw me phantom, the phantom yeah, you force know awakens. you threw me off I'm sorry,
0: um so my number three, so I've done a lot of midnight premieres mm-hmm. too many to even mentioned. But one of the coolest ones I've ever did is, is when Avengers came out. Okay. Cause uh except for except for the first Iron Man, um, she wasn't feeling good that day. I took her the next night. I've taken my daughter to every Marvel midnight. Night. Even when she was like six, seven years old. I was taking her to midnight. I was like, Yeah, hey, you can mm-hmm. skip the say whatever screw it, whatever. But something about, you know, we you know, you we had got Batman on the big screen and Superman and Iron Man, and all these characters. But when you saw Avengers, the first time where it's like you sat down you're like, you knew as soon as like, you know, it started off you're like, here we go. We're getting everyone at once for the first time ever. And it was like this big culmin- you know, culmination. whatever the fuck that word is? Yeah, culmination. All the time. It's like a biopic. Biopic, exactly, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I am my own vocabulary. It was just of all the time we put into these individual movies, plus all the stuff I've read throughout yeah. the years growing up. Yeah. All the stuff I primed her with, with like, you know, the the cartoons and stuff like that and the Young Avengers movies and the cartoon movies and stuff. And it always kind of came to a head. And, um, you know, it's it just the 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 level of excitement for that movie mm-hmm. um, until you get that one shot, you know, from the, from the trail where, you know, they all like team back up. And, you know, Black Widow's with the gun and yeah. Thor spinning the hammer. And it's like, you know, it was just that that was a special <laughs> it was, movie. It, was it, so it, it really was. It was like, the, you know. Because you, like, you knew it was going to be good, but you didn't know how good they were going to keep getting.
1: It and it was also really the the kickoff of the Marvel-led uh, universe movies where Avengers was a payoff yeah. that they'd been building towards. You know, in these individual characters. I mean, so so that that makes a lot of sense. And it
0: hit too; like it did disappoint. I think I saw it like five times in the theater. Yeah. But the biggest part of it too is like no idea like the good payoff, like you, like you just said, that the fact that it was like you know because I did it with the kids, it was like the, like the journey with the kid and also yeah. you know she was super excited too. She like <clears> we had to buy a new shirt and she yeah. got the Black Widow jacket, everything. She ready to freaking go and so yeah, so I'm gonna go Avengers: house Special.
1: Awesome, awesome, very cool.
0: That's a really good one.
1: All right, Stephen, you're you're up for number two.
3: All right. So in traditional fan men fashion, I'm going to cheat. <laughs> hey! oh, <love> it. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to tie in two experiences, which to be fair, happened within about a week of each other. All right. That's right. Um, and this is, this is uh, Back to the Future back Ooh. in 2015. Oh, nice. So... Of course, 2015 was the anniversary of Back to the Future, and more importantly, you know the date that uh, Marty and Doc were heading to yeah, in the right. future, Back, Back to the Future Day, October 15th, 2015. October 21st, 21st,
4: yeah. Get on this,
3: DJ. <laughs> I'm looking at my Pepsi and he Perfect has a right Martin now McFly and sitting on my it. shelf. Yeah, I'm
0: everything off aspi. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so what ended up happening for me, the timing worked out awesome because that same year they were doing a tour with the first Back to the Future movie with a live orchestra.
1: Oh, Oh, Alan Silvestri's score played live. Nice.
3: Yeah. And I was like, there is no way I'm missing this. And it was, I think, October 16th. So it was like a week before Back to the Future Day. I'm like, I am going to this. So got all dolled up, put on, you know, my shirt, my Marty McFly vest. I was ready to go Um, and just. To watch, and it, they actually use local musicians, but to watch these guys play all the beats that you know and love so well, watch it on the screen, and then look down and see these people, this whole orchestra putting the music together, was such an, a special, unique experience that I, I can't, like, that really, really amazing. awesome. Oh, it, it was awesome. And especially with the timing, I couldn't have asked for more. Until the 21st, <laughs> when I went down to the theater And, it, you know, I think it ended up being like a Thursday or something. So it was in the middle of the work week. I'm rushing to get home from work. I had a buddy who was coming with me. I swung and the timing just worked out perfect. I grabbed him. We got to the theater, had a chance to get snacks, landed in the seats and started Back to the Future 2 on the day that they arrive and and to sit there in the theater at that, that moment when, you know. Oh, it's October twenty first, two thousand and fifteen, and everybody in the theater is just cheering and
1: yeah. and like, you know, and, so and, and not having all the cool shit that's in the movie that we should have now.
0: I, have I got my <laughs> bottle of Pepsi. Perfect. <laughs> oh, stuff. all right. I'll yeah,
2: show it. me you floating on that thing.
0: Even if we, yeah, even even if they were a real thing, they wouldn't float with my ass on them. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say uh, that.
2: Yeah, that's we never
0: we never got the I don't think we got the orchestra tour
1: kind of thing I, down here. I don't think so. I would have loved it. I mean, I had I had that score on cassette. I had the soundtrack album and then I had the score album, yep. and I burned the cassette to hell.
0: Yeah. It's... Those
1: cues, I mean, I'm a John Williams boy, and, you know, but those cues from that movie, that... you just need the slightest yeah. little hint of it. You see, you see like, the twig, like the Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know it. Oh, those, the, the, yeah. The yeah.
0: And then, Gough, if, the, if you get the, the, you know, the lead in, you know, the. I can still hear. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can play it in... yeah. oh yeah. It's like, it's, oh, yeah. Hey.
3: I have the, um, I think it was Mondo put out a beautiful collection of yes, vinyl.
2: They did. Yes.
3: I have all three the, of that, the score. Were those the clear ones? Were they clear? I, I'm not sure if they're clear or if they're they silver uh, splatter, but yeah, I'll tell you what, the, they're sitting in the closet oh, okay. 20 feet from me. So I'll pull them out and I'll let you know afterwards. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Nice.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, that's, that's definitely love, love fantastic. I love those movies. All right. So my, my number two, you know, has has a bit of an echo there in terms of there being a sequel and a, and a revisit. Um, the, my number two is my experience seeing Blade Runner 2049. Um, okay. so, so, you know, I was a big Blade Runner fan since I was a kid. I couldn't see the movie when it came out. So I actually had, I think I mentioned at one point, I collected the novelizations, you know, the movie that, you know, the Alan Dean Foster, Mm -hmm. or in this case it was the Philip K. Dick book, but with the Harrison Ford Blade Runner cover, even though the 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 book's a lot different from the movie. But I was a big fan and huge, you know, as a keyboard player synthesizer guy, you know, the Vangelis score, you know, was always a special thing for me. So the fact that they were taking a serious crack at it was a big deal. Well, I went to see it. I think opening night and the theater, I mean, there was maybe like five other folks and I had, you know, reserve seats at the, you know, at the, the one we often go to. And so I, I basically sat, you know, you know, two thirds back dead center, right in my happy spot and watched what to a lot of people, I think is kind of a slow, you know, it's, it's a weird movie long, um, it's visually that striking though. Visually like, striking. Gorgeous. I, so I love, you know, I'm an unabashed, massive fan of this movie. I've probably watched it. I don't watch things over and over again. I've probably seen it five times and I've listened to the score end to end That's probably a hundred yeah. times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so I sat in that theater with the best view and fantastic sound rolling over me in that soundtrack. And particularly the low end is just amazing. And it was a transcendent experience. I mean, it was everything I had hoped for and more and- you know, it still ranks ranks. Well, it ranks number two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Made it that high that I, you know of the ones I could think of. I, I, but uh, but yeah, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. How about
2: you, Chris? So, uh, falling in Steven's footsteps, I'm cheating a little bit here. No, not I'm you. More, yeah, no, it's my house. I make I, the rules. I, I'm, I'm pretty
1: sure you you started I every cheating. time. Yeah,
2: along with the backdoor Batman. <laughs> so, anyways. Mine, rather than one movie, my number two is actually pretty much 12 months of movies. Okay. And again, going back to the college days, mm-hmm. and it is the height of the Merrimax
1: right? Oh, yeah. So
2: it is Pulp Fiction at the end of 94. Oh, yeah. Clerk. I saw that at the a,
1: Sherry in Boston. Your I saw
2: that four or five times in the yeah. theater. This was the first time where it, it was really... Pulp Fiction. And then when Clerks came out on VHS, mm-hmm. spring of 95. Mm-hmm. friend of mine, Pete O'Neill had a copy of it. He had seen it somehow in the theater. He was younger than I was. Yeah. Handed it off to me. So it's really those bookends. Yeah. This was the first time, Pulp Fiction was something just completely new and interesting and different. And for whatever reason, it just hit perfectly. Yeah. It was- It, it was, Loved every beat. It had- Yeah.
1: It was new, acting, amazing. The way yeah.
2: he put it together, the yeah. dialogue. Yeah. And to bookend that with Clerks- which is more? I mean, polar opposite from a Pulp Fiction, but then it's a group of people talking. But it was in that way. time frame? I mean, yeah, I remember it was, that. It was that yeah. Miramax run. I mean, Des- Desperado was later in '95. Yeah,
1: I think so. You had already yeah. had El mm-hmm.
2: Mariachi, but Yep. So it was really when the Miramax triplets there came up, and that's it, not cheating. It was just,
1: that's a that's just they were a speaking prolonged in a different
2: experience. voice, and it hit yeah. right at that time mm-hmm. in college where I had never seen anything like any of those. Mm. Good so, stuff. I'm going to go with the Merrimack's run from like 94, and 95. Very nice. Are
1: we still, we're still in number two.
0: We Yeah. Are? So my number two, it's going to be short. It's Vulgarthon.
1: Oh yeah. I didn't think of that probably because I was on drugs the whole time. That's true. Yeah. yeah but you're so happy. <laughs> I was happy. I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's like, he's like, I'm in New Jersey. No shit. No, I mean, Vulgarthon, we've talked about it ad nauseum. You know, obviously I love the movies. Um, it was one of the funnest days ever, getting to meet everyone, yep. you know, like you know, Mr. Canada over here, and, you know, Kenny, like all the people we talked about, and, um, yeah, he's Mr. He's, he's
2: Mr. Canada? He's the most popular guy. Is that guy. part of Alpha Flight?
0: No, on Twitter, he's the most popular oh. guy from Canada now. He's actually surpassed Bieber. <laughs> um, he's just
2: below Trudeau? It's like,
0: it's, 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 it, goes, it goes, Stephen Gris, Gretzky, Bieber. That's the best three Canadians. Oh,
1: no, no. We we apologize on behalf of our nation, Steven.
0: No, I'm serious. <laughs> I, oh boy, I just,
1: it's on Google. Trust it. Yeah.
0: No. Um. So no, just meeting everybody, seeing all the movies. Obviously, the one-on-one time with Kevin. Yeah. The, the yep. whole nine was just yeah. was just great. So. Yeah, you're right. I'm going Volga.
1: I should have at least put that in my honorable mentions, but you know, you know why? Because that for me wasn't a movie experience even though obviously you bring it up i'm like oh yeah, no, of course it, yeah, it makes sense it was more of a social experience for me yes it was around yeah it was the another movies. kevin event yeah, for me yeah.
2: yeah but excellent obviously no it's yeah, an excellent, excellent
3: pull. oh man i feel like i'm really part of the family now because someone has stolen my thunder for my yes one. yes, yes! Yay!
2: Yay! Welcome to the club, I
1: mean, baby. Yeah. you've cheated yeah. and and had you know DJ and or oh Chris. Oh we got a chair waiting for you. Yeah. Um, all right. I know. So. I
3: feel like part of the
1: group fanboy. What a segue. <laughs> Go for it.
3: Yeah. So I mean, Vulgarthon uh, had to be my number one choice um, between the opportunity to hang out with everybody, to meet the new people, you know, including yourselves. Well, <laughs> um, but you know, even just to sit in the theater and watch Clerks yeah. with. Mm-hmm. dante sitting behind you yeah yeah right and you're that's like cool what and, and you know walking out during the break and bumping into you know shiafo yeah. and ohaler yeah. and and like we're taking pictures we're chatting like it's like it's nothing right Yep. Uh, it, it was just a really really unique experience uh, something that i'm really hoping will get repeated this year um but that's got to be a, a number one for me
1: yeah yeah absolutely, absolutely. um yeah, I, I I feel stupid now. Not 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 pulling Volgathon, but I still hold by, you know, you you all know what it meant to me. But uh but my really lame number one uh kind of similar to 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 my last one. It ended up being a solitary movie experience. I was uh, I was traveling down in the uh Hampton Roads area of Virginia, kind of just north of Virginia Beach, uh doing some work and had a free night and there was a Virginia air and space museum. So I figured I'd go there and they had an IMAX theater and I'm like, Oh, they're showing, I think, so this was maybe 2009, the new star Trek movie. So the Chris Pine, the first Chris Pine star Trek reboot. Right. And, and so I randomly was like, well, I got nothing else going on. So I, I went in and to the IMAX theater. There were two other people in this is this is full museum IMAX, you know, so seventy store oh, seventy yeah. foot screen, gotcha. and all that stuff. And so I sat top dead center and then two people sat like twelve feet away from me and I watch a relatively new, you know, Star Trek movie, no baggage. I really you remember the first scene of that movie is Hemsworth on the Hemsworth. deck yep. and and you know, what happens to him and how that sets I mean yep.
0: Jennifer Morrison's his mom. Yeah.
1: And and so, you know, I was in, it was just an amazing experience, you know, top, top quality sound video, but again, by myself. So I'm, I'm seeing, this is really pretty, pretty sad. You guys are celebrating togetherness with your kids. I had one with my dad, so I'll, I'm not completely heartless, but, uh,
3: (laughs) as an an AV geek, I love the idea of a solitary experience with amazing mm-hmm. picture and amazing sound and no one to ask you questions or bother yeah. you. Yep. Yeah. You yeah. just watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm Sounds glad incredible. you understand. Yeah. yeah. So
1: that that's mine.
2: Very cool. My number one is Batman 89. So main reason being when we were growing up, and Sean, you can relate to this, not so much the other two youngsters we're speaking to here, but we didn't have... Anything superhero-related. And we liked it. Your hope, damn it, was that <laughs> you woke up on And you Sat- walked two miles. And Hell we yeah. two miles up to the bill. theater. Yep. Get your ass out of bed on a Saturday morning to watch a Super Friends <laughs> yeah. if they were nice enough to show it to you. Yeah. That was like the extent of it. <laughs>
4: yep.
2: So to see one of your favorite characters actually finally making it to the big screen yep. and being taken seriously? Yep. I mean, you had some... I mean, Jack was in it for God's sakes. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you had Hollywood royalty starring in a superhero movie
1: yeah. with a Prince
2: soundtrack. With a Prince soundtrack, which was freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. It's probably some of his best guitar playing because he didn't Kim use yeah. Kim Basian? Kim Basian, Jack Palance. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot. No, it was a tour de force. But to see, I understand what DJ's coming from seeing the first team up and everything, yeah. that was the first superhero movie for us. You had the campy Batman 66, which was great. Yeah. Love it. it's always going to be in the DVD rack, but it's one of those things where to actually go as a kid, it's probably as close as I could get to his Harry Potter example. Yeah. Like somebody you were a yeah, fan right. of yep. reading all the way up. I mean, started reading those comics when I was probably six or seven, something like that. To finally see it on screen was just a massive, massive thing for me.
0: Yeah. I could see that one in the theater because I couldn't get into it. don't. My parents would take. Were you me, like but...
2: an embryo or something back then? No, no, what?
0: I was. I was eighty nine. I was seven. Okay. No, but that's the other two. It's like when I, if I saw it, I like I didn't appreciate it when I was younger because, like you said, Adam West. I was used to my Batman being like super friends Batman or, or Adam West. So I didn't say like, why is he so pissy all the time?
1: All right, eighty nine Batman. Eighty
0: nine Batman. That's a good one. So, okay, so my no- home. my home. number one is uh, what we call her in these parts the old Chris Davis. I got. A <laughs> what a- did I do? I got an ABC. Whoa! So it's the the first leg in all of the Star Wars trilogies combined into one thing oh so when i was younger and i was in like i think sixth or seventh grade they re-released f- four yep. new mm-hmm. hope and i remember there used to be this old theater in downtown worcester where the hanover is now yep. and i remember packing in the lobby every screen had star wars was all sold out and the lobby's packed like it was like insane like they had uh ropes up on the stairs so you couldn't get into the theaters and stuff like that and i'm even back then i was a war war and i remember like telling my buddy danny I was, who was like you know, he's wicked fast and agile I'm like dude we need good seats he's like oh, I got this they drop the rope he jumps up on the railing runs up the banister past everyone into the theater and then dives across the three seats in the middle back row <laughs> and it's being like for the first time ever I'm gonna watch Star Wars like on a big screen and I just remember like they said a long time ago in a galaxy far far away and we all know like Ta-da, boom yeah. and it was like uh. <laughs> I, I'm, I,
1: I, I'm, I I I love Star Wars so much. I'm glad you couldn't see that face. It was it was a good. Face. I, I'm not
0: he was showing
2: sleep you his old face. Tonight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But that that was special. Yeah. Um. Because I love Star Wars is everything movie wise to me. And then back when they uh, when they did Phantom Menace came out, trade embargoes with notwithstanding. Um. I was in Hawaii. And they had opened a, they were getting ready to open a new theater called the Dole cannery 24. They built it down where the old Dole cannery plant was. Here is the name. Yep. Every screen had phantom menace on it. 24 sold out stadiums arenas for phantom menace. So we went and bought tickets like a week ahead early. They released all the times went and got them. It's midnight on like a third Wednesday, whatever it is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, so, I'd love to
1: be in the – if they started those all in sync, I'd love to be did, in the lobby. They, they
0: all went at 7 o'clock or whatever it was. Oh. Um, so, you had, yeah. <laughs> so, you, so you had like 3,000 people lined up in downtown Honolulu. Yeah. Um, and I brought my, my my youngest brother. He was like five at the time. I bought him like a Darth Maul shirt and like that. We had all the white and all the hats and T-shirts on. And we were on the front page of the uh, Honolulu Advertiser, the newspaper. So I had like five newspapers from that day still. So that's the first time I ever in the paper, which was kind of cool. My older brother was with me, which was cool. Nowadays, he doesn't give a fuck about any of that stuff. We was five, so He was all into it. So I get to miss school and carry a sword. And then, so that was that was pretty cool. And the, the movie is what it is. but And then for Force Awakens, I started my new tradition of going to Disney World for the premieres so uh, it's Disney yeah. bought them. And that was like, the uh, they haven't done it, they didn't do it with Last Jedi, but the first year Disney controlled the entire show. So you bought a special ticket for like 250 bucks and you got into the AMC in Springs, and they bust you over. You saw the same thing. You know, you're ready. You know, the new movie's gonna start. The crawl comes up. They had a red carpet. You went in in groups. Red carpet lanyard badges. R2D2's rolling around. Chewbacca's there. It was. It was. You know, stormtroopers lining the alleys in Disney Springs, and the music's going all day. And it was just. It was pretty crazy. And then after that, they bust you to an event over at the studios. Same thing. You're walking into the studios. Red carpet. Stormtroopers everywhere kinds of swag um disney parks box there you you know taking videos all like Aerosmith sunk to star wars music new fireworks show it was just so that was like the pinnacle of movie experiences it's like you got your new star wars movie and disney world all in one shot that's cool yeah so all the the, all the beginnings of all the star wars shows for me is my number one that's that's worthy yeah because that's incredible star wars is life so (laughs) to, to recap Stephen had harry potter the Back to the Future two pack, uh, two shows in one week. One with the orchestra, one on Back to the Future Day, and Volgathon. Woo Sean had a Paul Eleven, Blade Runner twenty forty nine in a theater by himself, and Star Trek: The J.J. Abrams one in a theater by himself because Sean just doesn't like to watch movies with people.
2: <laughs> he just doesn't like people. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know like why people. I love them. People suck. <laughs>
0: Chris had the Force Awakens, the twelve months of Miramax. And Batman eighty nine, <laughs> and I went with uh, the Avengers, Vulgarthon, and the first in all the Star Wars trilogies.
1: That's a that's a pretty good set of. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. Movie Not that
0: on a list. I never seen. I, never, I don't think I've ever seen Back to the Future in the theaters. I think I saw three maybe, but I need to get I think on so this. I
1: saw all three in the theaters. theaters. Yeah. yeah.
0: Next time they do a marathon somewhere, I have to go. So it's a good experience.
1: Yeah, I love those movies. Well, so this. I'd i originally hoped to to be like around forty five minutes or so four and a half hours no probably chance. yeah this is a little bit longer but but I think it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun you know for for being our first guest yeah thank you so much yeah, yeah thank you Stephen this is awesome
3: thank you guys for having me I mean that this was a blast anytime anytime
1: I think I think it helped that that you know you've listened enough to know what dorks we are and 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 that Chris cheats so. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't I hurt that you, you guys don't. were
3: kissing my butt for the first
0: 30 minutes either.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was it was nice to kiss the butt of somebody you know
0: yeah uh <laughs> talent everybody uh, talented. To butt you don't know yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. you know
1: <laughs> i spend a lot of time kissing strangers asses <laughs> um <laughs> well, hey, that's
2: hey, chris's job yeah name. that's awesome, awesome. it's yeah. gotten me very far in life
0: absolutely <laughs> so everyone knows how to yell at us on the internet but steven how do people yell at you on the internet you want to plug a twitter oh, handle yeah
3: yeah, that's a great point. Uh, I am at Steven Griss, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, all those kind of fun places. Uh, if you want to listen to Shecky Don't Like It again, it's up there for you.
1: <laughs> and, Shameless. And, yeah. Would, would you mind if we, uh, if we go out on Shecky Don't Like It? Not at all. Awesome. <laughs> Just for this episode, instead of our normal, oh, TJ's dying again. No, no, you're dying. I can see it coming. <laughs> we gotta start videotaping these things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Stephen, thank See, you my,
3: my dad <laughs> coughs all the time, too yeah. So, like, but he just coughs Like small coughs, DJ just comes out of nowhere Well, he, he saves him up.
1: up Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he lets him build Keep him
0: in the hopper <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stephen Thank you so much, thank you you Great there, guys. So
0: much for No problem, good night, everybody Take care, man.
1: Good, night. good
5: night. Check it, on like it Check it, I like it Shecky don't like it When shit don't go away Shecky gets in trouble almost every day Since I got her at the mall while Jen was away Barkinger and Smartcast, what can I say? She's biting on my shoes, but she just wants to play it excited that the man is home but i got a plan that she don't know check she needs to learn she
2: made a bad
5: decision so i'm locking her away in chicken prison and check it, don't like it check it don't like it check it, don't like it but don't go away